home. Here we are. <laughs> it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a cringe podcast episode if it didn't start with us cringing at doing this in the first place. I think it's it's on brand for us. Um, so yeah, I guess welcome to Cringe's first ever Cringecast episode. Never thought we were going to do this. Um, I'm Annie, Editor-in-Chief and Designer of Cringe. And I'm Georgia and I'm a writer and the social media manager for Cringe. I also supply a lot of the stories for the newsletter. Yeah, we have uh, Georgia to thank actually for the Would You Rather. Very popular. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about this later in the episode as well. And yeah, I guess, you know, what we love the world of print and like the slowness it allows us to really dig deep into the uncomfortable and embarrassing and self-conscious parts of being human we've also really enjoyed just connecting with you guys through the newsletter where we show off the lighter side of cringe from like our favorite headlines in the watercolor section to our weekly would you rather it's been such a fun way to like engage with our little community in between print runs like it's our own special place it's where we all just get to think and when we noticed how much that you guys all love the weekly questions on polls on our instagram we thought why not extend it to a full podcast episode of us just talking a load of shit and i mean for the record the irony isn't lost on us here does the world have enough podcasts yes is there anything more self-consciousness inducing than recording a conversation with your friends so you can upload it later like probably not but we'd be hypocrites if we asked our contributors to share their uncomfortable selves with us without maybe doing something uncomfortable ourselves once in a while just to paint like a picture of where we're recording from i'm currently in a really plush room surrounded by blankets and really thick carpets and a fluffy dog thinking that will help with the noise and i know annika is currently sitting with like six blankets all over i've got like well it is sad girl season um it's getting cold finally which i'm actually quite happy about because this heat lately has been giving me eco anxiety like really really bad um so three blankets it is for me i'm not too not too mad about that first thing we do have to say is that we've got to thank our cringe friend and podcast icon rob who is producing these episodes for us told us this would make the sound so much better and he's so lovely and uh, but maybe he's just like trying to set us up to fail who knows yeah but yeah we kind of know a little about this that he might just be playing us but uh maybe that's part of the fun and i guess we'll find out when this episode airs which is kind of crazy to say but yeah i guess to start with like what we want this um new virtual cringe space to be or to do is to firstly just kind of gauge interest as they say so um we'll just be releasing episodes semi-regularly probably on tuesday mornings where we catch you up on what embarrassing things have happened to us lately uh what's inspiring our next, next issue followed by an in-depth discussion about one of our favorite uh, would you rathers and hopefully in the future if you guys actually like it we might also have some fun guests on the show and we also would love to have our own segment where you tell us your cringe stories because i'm sure everyone thinks how many embarrassing things can happen to one person each week yeah i mean we're kind of expert at this because we do this every week when we are supposed to have our meetings um so why not record it and put it out we will try to promise to keep the episodes very short and sweet maybe long enough to accompany your commute or waiting time at the dentist or maybe even like serve as a little distraction when the horrors kick in for you which definitely you know it's a bit too close to home for both of us it's a bit too close (laughs) to home for us um we're also just very open to suggestions so please do give us a sign of life and the comment section on Substack or DM us on Instagram with any thoughts you might have. And no need to be nice, you know? I mean, don't be too mean, but like, just be honest. Because if this goes badly, it'll be erased it from will, the internet and of, it'll just be part like of a law, Part of cringe law. It might still haunt us, but... But here's to our first ever cringe podcast. And now without further ado, let's jump into the first segment. 
So we thought we would just start with a little catch up and uh, what better way to do this than to exchange some stories about embarrassing things that have happened to us and have kept us awake this week. Georgia, do you want to kick us off? Yeah. So I'll be honest, nothing really embarrassing happened and I messaged Annika panicking about it. Then literally 10 minutes later, it happened. Um, I think I brought it on myself. I'll be honest. I was at work and just starting my lunch break and I went to the bathroom and I went into the stool. My phone was in my back pocket, but I was like, I'm not going to keep it in the back pocket. So I put it on the toilet paper dispenser thing. You know, those like circular things on the wall. So there's not much balance. So I like do my business. Someone walked in and went into the stall next to me. Whatever. It happens all the time. And my phone decided to finally connect to my work Wi-Fi and started vibrating and vibrated so hard it fell off the toilet paper dispenser <laughs> onto the ground face down, but not in my stall, <laughs> yeah. in the person next to mine. And I was like, oh my God, I'm really sorry. I'm like, oh, oh God. And this person did not say anything and just kicked my phone back to me. <laughs> That's true <laughs> solidarity. <laughs> and I was like, oh God, I'm so sorry. And then I like flushed and finished. And then like they flushed and finished. And we left at the same time. And there's this woman who is kind of high up. She's a manager of some kind. Don't really know what she does, but she's always kind of scared me. And while we were washing our hands, I was like, I'm so sorry about that. And it was so awkward, so sorry. And she just looked me dead in the eyes and just walked away. She didn't say anything? She didn't even say anything? She didn't say a thing. Are you joking? No. And so I went bright red and I had to stand in the toilet for another two minutes just to be like, oh my God, what if she's outside? Or what if she's like walked across the hallway to go to like the kitchen and I'm going to have to face her again? Oh my God. I just couldn't. I actually can't believe that she didn't like, because usually that's like a good opportunity to connect with someone and be like, haha, that's a funny thing that just happened. Sorry that happened to you, you know, but there was like no ounce of empathy. Nothing. Nothing? She just stared she at you? She kind of like looked really annoyed. What? And I was like, oh God. That is so but, like, evil. I've never really like spoken to her at all. And I just know she's a manager and like she is kind of scary. And yeah, yeah decided, okay, she's not going to get a cross and cut at work. <laughs> I'm not going to try to be nice anymore. <laughs> Shit. Have you like seen her since then? No. Okay. I mean, she works in like a separate part of like my floor. So I haven't seen her, but I was mortified. I ran down the back stairwell just in case she decided to walk down the front stairwell, the main one, because <laughs> I was like, I can't face her again. Wow. That was mine. Honestly, I think this is this is, this is is honestly more embarrassing for her than for you, because what kind of person, you know, has that kind of reaction to someone who's clearly just had an embarrassing moment? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's, there's two choices here. You can either make it worse for them by literally just staring at them like you're a psycho, or you can be like, haha, wow. That just happened. I just know 99% of the people in my office would have found that funny. Exactly. Well, I'm, I'm wondering if she told people about it. Yeah. And like, I just wonder what she was thinking. Why was her phone vibrating? The woman had no questions. No, no questions. She just kicked it back to me. We made eye contact and she walked away. That's a failure at curiosity. Honestly, honestly, I think you came out better out of this story. I think so too. And it's funny, actually, because I, I kind of had two small things, like embarrassing things happening to me. And one of them was also a toilet situation. But it was like one of those fucking cartoon situations, right? The classic, you know, try not to make eye contact with anyone while I'm like in the bathroom washing my hands. I just try to get out because I find it really awkward for some reason. And then someone taps me on the shoulder behind me, the same person that I tried to not make eye contact with. And they said, oh, you've got toilet paper stuck oh, on your shoe. Wow. And I was like, wow, this feels like the equivalent to falling on a banana peel. Oh, you know, yeah. you know about this from like cartoons when you were a child, but you've never actually seen it happen in real life. And I was like, wow, I just stepped into some toilet paper and dragged it with me. 
And honestly, we both were like laughing about it. I was like, wow, that's such a classic. I just wonder how it always ends up. There. Yeah, but like that's never happened to me. I didn't realize that actually happened to people. Um, what I found more embarrassing for some reason was when um, I have to get the train from a train station that's like always busy. So it's always like super rammed when I'm trying to get on the train uh, for my commute. And uh, because it's like so rammed, you know what happens when, I mean, this, this is also what happens when you're in any like busy city, right? Like where there's kind of a stream of people walking and unless you, you can't really cut into that stream. Oh no. That you have to either like walk with the stream, you can't, definitely can't go against the stream or you just have to kind of stand on the side and wait for the stream to kind of go a bit slower or you maybe find like a little way to like get in it's a flow and then you feel really awkward when you have to barge totally yeah and the thing is i was on the platform and uh my colleague uh he takes the same train as me and yeah we, we were gonna we we're gonna switch platforms because um i think they announced that like the the next best train for us would be like on let's say like platform four we're on platform two i've got all this equipment with me so i've got my, my normal backpack and my uh my tripod and like my camera and like, it's just like really awkward and bulky when it's like already not that much space and then you're that dickhead who has like five million bags on them right and i was trying to turn around and i thought oh i just let these people pass through Little did I know that these two people were part of a fucking long stream of people that kept me waiting on the sidelines for like a solid five minutes or so. And my, my colleague started to laugh because he was like, oh, Annie, you've been so nice. And I was like, thank you for thinking I'd be nice. I literally just cannot get through. And there's something so humiliating about it being perceived by someone else. I think if, if I was just there waiting, it wouldn't be so bad. But it's that my colleague started cracking up because I just kept trying to, to like walk like you past kept trying these people. To butt in and <laughs> yeah, they just like, kept, like sorry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'm not very, I'm not very confrontational. I have the same issue like I keep joking to my friend because uh, he's very good at this I think if, if he was like trying to get an, into the doors of like a Black Friday sale store he would be like you know he would be at the front he'd be so good at it elbows out oh, dude elbows out dude I would probably get fucking trampled on and die. And that's kind of how I felt. I was like, I can't cut in. But then it's double as embarrassing, you know, when you try to cut in several times and fail every single time. So I just had to wait there until, you know, the stream of people kind of passes by me. You know, five minutes later, I finally got out of it. But man, it was not a victorious walk when I finally got out. I feel like that's a very city-specific embarrassing moment for me. I don't know if anyone can relate to that. I feel like uh, I, love, I love when things are embarrassing to you and everyone else would be like, get a grip. It's not that bad. I guess another thing we wanted to do uh, on this podcast is maybe give you a little bit more insight into the research that we do for each issue and the kind of things that inspire us. Um, the Georgia is like a whole huge encyclopedia of like, uh, you know, pop culture references and films um, and books. And I think, you know, we, we do share a little bit here and there, like on TikTok. Um, follow us on TikTok, please. I don't actually know what the handle is. Is it just Cringe Mag? Uh, Come remember now. Yeah. It's Cringe yeah. Mag. Follow us on Cringe Mag. There's some fun stuff on there. We love a slideshow. We love a slideshow. We love a slideshow. And yeah, one of the things we, we've been wanted to do more of is a feature maybe more books and like talk a little bit more about the stuff that inspires us and um one book in particular has uh kind of it, it kind of links to a caller that we're doing at the minute um about objects of pleasure and we've been having um we've been having these callouts like for maybe like two weeks now uh people send us like an object or um yeah that's really sentimental to them or something that for some reason you know gives them pleasure and it, it reminded me or it was kind of linked to a book that i read for this issue called affinities by brian dillon it's basically just like a collection of like essays in which he kind of goes through maybe types of art or like artists and photographers and people um that have really stayed with him over the years and he really like digs deep into uh why he has this affinity for this specific thing and um in between those chapters he um has essays 
on the meaning of affinity because he kind of says at the beginning of the book that he thinks that he maybe um, has been at risk of overusing the word affinity. But then when you read it, um, it's 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 quite interesting because I think Brian Dillon is is maybe one of my favorite art writers that I've come across so far. Um, obviously, he's a household name anyways, but I think I'm very new to um, educating myself about art and like art history and stuff and kind of reading his essays. It makes it makes you feel like the thing that he's describing that he loves so much that he has an affinity for. It's like a miracle that he ever got to discover that it's a miracle that we're able to look and see and, and be impacted by things. And I think um, as someone who's also like a maximalist, right, like I, I really love having lots of objects in my house uh, or like my flat. We love a cluster, not a clutter. That's a good way to justify me hoarding my books. But yeah, it just kind of made me think how fun would it be to get kind of a, maybe our readers and contributors to tell us about objects that for some reason have a lot of meaning for them and that they have a certain like affinity for. Um, so if you have anything that you want to share, how can they share that with us, Georgia? <laughs> so they can share it by DMing us on Instagram or commenting on a TikTok we posted about it. Um, but also you can email us at cringe.editorial at gmail.com. It could literally be that really crusty old jumper that you have in your cupboard. It has to be crusty. <laughs> which you always put on when you're sad. You know, we'd love to hear your little things. Like it's just a nice little trinket, just something that really brings you so much pleasure and joy that sometimes won't make sense to other people. And I also think the kitschier the better. We had someone email us uh, with a snow globe that they got from their dad, I believe, uh, and it still has the price tag on. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, that's so sweet. And also, why did they leave the price tag on? Does it make it just kind of more timeless? Is that what it is? I don't know. Um, I think I submitted my... Uh, I have this like uh, disco ball that's also a plant pot. I mean, there's no plants in it anymore because I failed actually watering the plants. It was it was too much hassle, basically, but I still like the way that it looks um, when the sun kind of shines on the little disco ball and reflects, you know, in, uh, in my living room. So that's an object that I have, you know, I've really grown to love. God, you could say I have an affinity for it. Honestly, it can be anything. We had someone submit a Charles and Diana or oh, a Charles and Camilla. I have to admit. Tampon holder. That was a joke. That was a reference to Tampon Gate. <laughs> it would be really no, fun. It's so good. I, you know what I was just imagining? I was just imagining like, a, like, you know, like those egg cup holder thingies right oh like some beautiful bit of china yeah like like a piece of china with like uh you know king charles and like camilla on it and then they just keep tampons in it that's what i was imagining and i thought yeah. it was incredible that's what i was thinking i was like oh my god that's such a genius idea like maybe someone needs to start making or you know, manufacturing tampon holders with camilla and charles on them you know if people love it people will buy I it i will buy it i will buy two it, it started with a joke but it ends with a business idea. Exactly. That's how it always goes. That's basically like every podcast ever as well. Starts with a bad idea and here we are. Always starts with two friends thinking that they, their conversations are worth being listened to. But hopefully we're not like that, you know? We're different. <laughs> There's a track record of millions of people doing that, but we are different. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't think about how many podcasts get uploaded each day. Just choose ours. And I mean, we're probably also maybe the only ones uh, that I can think of who um, do maybe a Would You Rather and discuss it in depth, which is our next segment, funnily enough. Oh, yeah. Couldn't find a smoother segue than that, so we have to do this alone. Um, I love when we do a Would You Rather, and I think it's going to be like a clear-cut case of what people choose. And then it's either really ambivalent or it's like, you know, because it's kind of like a 50-50 kind of split, or people choose the complete opposite of what I think they're going to choose. Uh, and, And I mean, one of them was when we asked people if they would rather be ignored when attempting a robbery 
or be investigated for um, shitting on someone's, uh, you know, floor at their wedding. There, there was a clip of a, of a guy kind of gone viral on, on TikTok, I think, and he was walking into this nail salon, you know, trying to be all gangster and like, you know, trying to rob the place. And people were not even standing up. Like they, they were, they no, remained- people weren't even flinching. They, were, like, they just looked at him like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, <laughs> like they weren't giving him any of their power. They're like, you haven't booked an yeah, appointment. Exa- yeah, exactly. Have you got an appointment? You can rob us yeah. at 3.15 <laughs> when we're yeah, free. Hold on, we're free then. <laughs> like, I'm literally just getting my fucking money. Can you, like, leave me alone? Do you know how much these acrylics cost? <laughs> like- I also find it funny that people think, or that the guy thought that a nail salon would have a lot of money, because... Well, it would, would because it? most of the time they take cash. And, like, oh, strictly cash. Really? Yeah. And, like, people can charge, like, I don't know, my local nail place, which I go to, it's my ride or die, I pay £29 to, like, £34, I'd say. Mm. So, like, median, like, 30 Like, And I have to pay it in cash. But, like, some people, like, especially in the States, like, from what mm. I've seen on other TikToks, someone's charging, like, over $100. Oh, I didn't even consider the cash element. That's a good point. Yeah. Tax-free, baby. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> if I had to rob any place, I'd choose a nail salon because I feel like we're really trying to like rationalize it now. I'm trying to be like, oh, it makes sense because if they have cash, then like I can just easily go to the bank with like a shitload of cash and be like, oh, I've been saving this up. Like, that's a good point. I, I yeah. took all these fucking coins to Coinstar and put them all through that fucking thing and spent 20 quid trying to like get it all sorted and they wouldn't even blink a fucking eye you know i wonder if i wonder if this is the kind of like thought process that people had because we had 67 percent of people voting for the failed robbery i mean when we say failed robbery we really mean like they would rather choose to go into a place fail at actually robbing the place and then having to leave they would rather choose that than being investigated for shitting on someone's floor at their wedding because that's just humiliating no but i thought that was really interesting because obviously like you've just been investigated for shitting on someone's floor at their wedding it, it doesn't mean that you've actually done it but the mere thought of someone thinking that you might have done it was worse for you know 67 percent of people that voted on this poll than the idea of a failed robbery like for me that that was crazy i think like just, isn't that i know my friends probably think low of me anyway <laughs> um you know i'm not gonna say like someone might have an upset tummy you know there's people out here with ibs there's people out here suffering actually um, they're really going through something. <laughs> but like to shit on the floor at a friend's wedding. I've got a friend's wedding coming up. And like, I'm even scared to just fucking go to a bathroom because I'm meant to keep people in check. And like, if my friend after her wedding sent me a text and was like, hey, by the way, um, there was a shit, a literal shit on the floor. Can you or can you not confirm that it was you? I'd be like, why would you assume that it's me? And you would be more embarrassed by that than walking into an actual place of business trying to rob the place or try you're failing at committing the crime because you try to commit a crime and people just ignoring you yeah because like in the guy in the clip he really just like realizes like he's let himself down and i can deal with that damn but the idea of like a whole wedding party or like specifically the bride and groom or the bride and bride or the groom and groom whatever you want Mm. was like you know what i think it could have been georgia to like shit on the floor you think you think that says more about you than trying to rob a place possibly Wow, that was like no hesitation. In my head, it makes sense. <laughs> well, what about you? Where are you thinking? I mean, I clearly think, you know, it's much worse to attempt a rob. I mean, first of all, I wouldn't want to attempt a crime anyway, but attempting a crime and then like not even fucking succeeding with it is like double embarrassing, you know? Maybe I was having such a good time that I accidentally didn't, you know, make it exactly to the toilet seat and 
the turd just slipped out right in front of it. It, it could have could plausible thing. It could have happened. And I mean, the would you rather doesn't ask me if I had rather shat on the floor or if I had rather, you know, failed at attempting robbery. It asked me to be investigated. And honestly, I can't blame my friends for investigating, you know, seeing everyone as a possible, you know, a perpetrator. I think, who am I? Who am I to, to think that I should be, you know, any less guilty or any less, you know, any more, you know, innocent than any any of the other guests. So, yeah, I feel like also, I feel like the failed robbery would be much more embarrassing because I also think, you know, when you watch these like heist movies and you like pick like a role of who you would be. Oh, like Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, never, you never imagine yourself picking a role thinking, you know, I'm not going to make it, I'm going to lose. You, you want to be a successful... I'm the one that messes up. <laughs> yeah, I'm the one... You don't want to be the one that messes up, right? You want to be the successful, you know, part of the team. So I feel like a crime is not fun if you, A, get caught or if you fail, right? Listen here, folks. A crime is not fun if you get caught or you mess up. You can quote me on that. You heard it here. If you do crime, <laughs> don't get caught. <laughs> Otherwise, it's not fun. <laughs> I do love how you were like they're going to question everyone at this wedding yeah. and mine was like no they're only going to question a few oh do you think that's how people read it that's how i read it oh if you thought everyone at your wedding is possibly going to shit on the floor like that's a lot of people usually do you think it's going to be granny could be like, i didn't believe granny- granny's bowel movements might be fucking erratic as shit we don't know I'd forgive Granny. We don't know what Granny's eating. Yeah. Granny might have celiac. Yeah, yeah. Granny might have celiac. Yeah. You know, have they considered that in the investigation? Yeah. You know what? I think we should all investigate Grannies now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For any shitting needs, ask your gran. Ask your gran. Accuse your gran. That's, well, at any opportunity to get out of an awkward situation, accuse your gran instead. You think I shut on the floor? Have you asked my gran? She looks fucking guilty to me. You don't know what she's up to. Maybe maybe she hates the groom and she has a huge vendetta against the guy. Exactly. And the thing is, like, I was really thinking of, I have a friend who got accused of shitting on the floor. No. In a public place. <gasps> was this, like, in a pub? It was in a club. Oh, God. And um, suddenly, like, you know how Chinese whispers works? Like, the game of telephone, it went from shitting on the floor in the bathroom which I'm pretty sure did happen to shitting on the dance floor. Ew. At a work event, seeing the pure humiliation and embarrassment of my friend, of them telling me the story, that's wow. all that stuck in my head is, oh my God, just being like investigating in case I do it. But as soon as, what if someone who I don't like at that wedding, who doesn't really know me, but doesn't get a good vibe, thinks, you know what, I'm going to start Chinese whispers and say that she shat somewhere else. Wow. But just make it as worse as possible. I really feel for them. I can't believe that's a true story. And I also feel bad for the people who were on that dance floor, I mean, like slipping on a piece of shit. My favorite part is that it wasn't in the dance floor, but like by the next day, oh. everyone in their office thought he did it in the dance floor. I get it now. And people like who were there were like, oh yeah, oh, he did. When like that's he worse. didn't. That is so much worse. Spilling the tea. Wow. I never knew there was so much nuance to um, shitting stories, you know, when they're happening in public. Wow. You gotta think. You gotta think. There's always someone who's got worse experience, and that is one of them. Well, I mean, you know, as cringe as it is to say, let us know in the comments if you want to uh, what you think would be a better option. Um, if we missed any nuances here about, you know, shitting in public. Um, if you hate us for trying to accuse Granny of being the perpetrator, um, let us know. Or how many of you guys would accuse your Gran? Yeah, maybe that's a, maybe that's a more interesting question, actually. Yeah. 
I guess that's it for this week's episode of Cringecast. Well, we really hope you enjoyed this episode. Let us know your thoughts in the comments. No need to be nice. We just want the engagement. We just want people's opinions. Yeah, and I mean, that's us for the first episode. Until next time, and don't forget to stay cringe and be humble. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Wow, what a weird thing to say. <laughs>